Lord and first John chapter 5 it says this is the thing that overcomes the world faith your faith our faith in Jesus Christ now what is this faith of God in Jesus Christ it is the gift of God it is the gift of God through the spirit to our spirit but faith has four pillars and today I want to talk about the four pillars of faith. Because many times we are fooled by the devil thinking that just having faith is enough. Just having faith is not enough. Faith might be like a ceiling, you know. In order to the ceiling, in order for the ceiling to stand up, it must be supported by pillars. And we all need those these four pillars in order to have faith in Christ. That Christ may dwell in our hearts richly. That we might live in the fullness of life every day. You know, L-I-F-E. Uh, living in fullness every day we need the life of God and abundant life now what are the four pillars of faith first of all the first pillar of faith is truth faith without truth is blind I want you to listen carefully faith without Truth is blind. And if you have blind faith, Jesus said that you will end up in a ditch. A man once, uh, once got into a train and he had a ticket with him and he wanted to go to Delhi. And as he sat in the train, somebody asked him, He said, I am going to Delhi. This train is going to Bombay. You got into a wrong train. I don't care. But the world says, I believe I will go to Delhi. Delhi. Other people said, Well, that's right, you believe you will go to Delhi. But this train is going to Bombay. No, I have faith. For whom? Those who have faith, everything is possible. I have faith. But they said that you don't you have faith, but you don't have truth. If you have faith, you're going to Delhi. We have faith, we are going to Bombay. Our faiths are clashing. Yeah. So if our faiths clash, and faith really has so much power, that the train will be revolving in one place. See, true faith without truth is blind. And if I go to a shop, and I buy something, say I buy a piece of cake, and he says, well, it is 15 rupees. And I give him 5 rupees. He said, give me 10 more rupees. He said, believe this is 15 rupees. What will happen? But many people think like that. They don't care for truth. All roads lead to the same God. 
Kiyong babarag lintikin ang sungju ublay. There's one saying, if you have faith, that his stone is gold, even God has to come down and convert the stone into gold for you. No, faith without truth is blind. But at the same time, truth without faith is vain. If there is truth and preaching of the word of God and people don't believe in it that preaching has no fruitfulness. If you look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 it says that the same gospel that was that is being preached to us was preached uh, to the people of Israel. We have the same gospel preached to us was also preached to them. You look there. It says that the message they heard was of no value to them. Because those who heard it did not combine it with faith. So truth is there. We need to combine it with faith. The word of God is ineffective unless it is combined with faith in our heart. Confess with our mouth. Believe in our heart for salvation. Hallelujah. So truth is essential. Don't do something which God has not told you to do. I had faith in God, but still God did not honor my faith. God has no business honoring anyone's imagination. God only honors His promises. If He has made a promise, He will fulfill it. But if you force a promise upon Him, it's not going to work out. First pillar of faith is truth. Truth, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. But if it can only set you free, when you bring faith. Hallelujah. The second pillar is works. The Bible says in James chapter 2, verse 17, faith without works is dead. Oh, I have a lot of faith. But if you don't have words, that faith is useless, it is dead. In order for the faith to be a living faith, you need to have words according to the faith. When John started giving baptism, there were many people who started coming to him. And he said, Why are you running away from the wrath of God, you brood of vipers? Well, there is something only John can say. Call people fruit of vipers. He said, bring forth fruit unto repentance. Just saying that I have repented from my sins is not enough. Some people go into the waters of baptism and they come out of the waters of baptism and they say, I have 
have a new life. But after a few days, you see that sticking old man in them. I think that man was better who went into the water of baptism. And he kept his head up. And the and the pastor said, Brother, your hand also inside the water. He said, No, 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 no. Only my head and this, uh, uh, my body, not my hand. I said, Brother, your hand also inside the water. He said, No, 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 no. They asked, Why? Because I want to go and beat someone with this hand. Morning, while I was coming for baptism, that fellow spoke something against me. He cursed me. So I won't, I won't baptize my hand until I've beaten the person. I think that fellow is better, you know. Then those people go inside water and claim to be changed, but their lives is not changed. Turn with me to Titus. Chapter 1. And we we'll look at the last verse there. Verse 16. It talks about some people who claim to know God. But by their actions they deny Him. Many people think that denying God is only a matter of uh, mouth and lips. But you know that by your actions you can deny God. Confession of faith is not just by our mouth. Witness of faith is also by our walk. Our works should match faith. Faith without works is dead. But at the same time, works without faith are also dead. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 tells us to repent from dead works. So you know there is dead faith, but there are also dead works. What are dead works? Dead works are those works which don't have the faith of God. The Pharisees and Sadducees had so many works. How much should we should give tithe? Or we should give tithe of dhania, cumin, coriander, spices, of rice, of potato. They give tithe of everything. And they pray long, long prayers. Beautifully ordered prayers. And Jesus said they were not justified before God. Because though their works were righteous, their faith was not in God. Works without faith are also dead. We need to have the truth of God. Faith built upon the truth of God. Faith on works that match faith. Thirdly, the third pillar is love. Faith that works through love. Turn to Galatians chapter 5. And if you look at verse 6, what does it say there? Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. He says, In Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus, 
neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith working itself through love. Faith working through love. If we have so much of faith that we can move mountains, but if we don't have love, 1 Corinthians 13 says, then we are only sounding symbols and taking brass filled with so much of sound. Empty vessels make more noise. And God is not so much interested in noise and sound. Oh, I am this, I am that. I do this for the Lord. Oh, I shout praises of God. And this and that. God is looking at a heart that has love for the Lord. Look at the heart of Jesus. He had the love of Father. He turned over the tables of the money changers. He made a whip of ropes and, uh, and sent away all those uh, uh, businessmen in the temple. And he said, this is my father's house. You have turned it into a den of robbers. He prayed hours and hours before the Lord. He spent hours and hours in prayer before the Father. When he wanted to break bread, he gave thanks to the Father. When he was about to do that miracle that would bring Lazarus out of the tomb, he lifted his eyes and prayed to the Father. He says, I don't do even a single thing that I don't have the command for my Father to do. I do what I see my Father doing. I don't do my own works. I do the work of my Father. In the Garden of Gethsemane, when he fought the greatest battle in history, he had only one thing to say. Not my will, but thy will be done. Do we have the love of the Father? Do we have the love of the Lord? Or we are just mountain movers? But we don't have the love of God. Let's have the love of God. Faith that works through love. Because that faith operates through love. It has great power. Well, that was the third pillar we talked about. We looked at truth. We looked at words. We looked at love. And the fourth pillar is patience. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 6. Verse 12. What does it say there? Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. We do not want you to become lazy. But imitate those who, who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. What does the word of God say here? You see, we don't need faith in heaven. We don't need the promises in heaven. 
You don't need some guidance and all those things in heaven. We need that on earth. We need to know the will of God now. We need to know the promises and the provision of God now. And the word of God says, you need to have Patience. The Bible has many stories of patience. I'm talking about Job in the book of James. Says, Look at the patience of Job. And he was rewarded at the end. Because patience has great reward. We live in, a, in, an, in an age which is very, very uh, super fast. We want everything at the tip of the button. Earlier on, people would go to the television and put on the buttons, you know, change the channel. Now they can rest in the coaches and just push the button. And we want everything at the tip of the button. Because we are living in a fast-paced world. That's the reason why we are not having patience. But the Bible calls us to have patience along with faith. Look at Romans chapter 5. There is great benefit of having patience. Many times we lose patience. That's the reason why we get so close to experiencing the power of God. And while we are just on the edge, we have to do we forfeit the provision, the provision of God. We need to have patience till the end. And 2 Corinthians, Paul says that we were almost despaired of life. It says as if we are at the end of the rope. And it was at that moment when God came and saved them. In Romans chapter 5, it says in verse 3 onwards that we need to rejoice in our sufferings because suffering produces patience. Suffering produces patience. And patience produces character. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? You are following me. You know why people are not able to develop their character? They're not able to have a strong character because they are missing the patience of God. It is like a man who prayed to God. He said, Lord, give me patience. Lord, give me patience. Give me right now. That's a problem, you know. If you are asking for patience, God will lead you through circumstances where you develop patience. In James chapter 1, the Bible says, you must allow patience to finish its work.